Before we jump into today's show, I just wanted to let you know that I have got a brand new three-part audio series available to download right now. If you head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio, that's all one word, no spaces, you can download your How to Build Your Authority with Podcasting audio series. This is going to address guesting and hosting, so if you're interested in either of those and you want to know how to build your authority, head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio. The link will be in the show notes. You're listening to The Wedding Procast UK, the place to be if you are a UK wedding professional looking to grow and streamline your business. I'm your host, Donna Eid, 10-year wedding photography veteran and CEO at the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors. If you want to grow and streamline your business, this is the podcast for you. Make sure you hit subscribe where you listen or join our email list at www.spw v.co.uk. You'll find the sign up form at the bottom of every episode and by doing so you won't miss a thing. So let's jump into today's show. the podcast everybody. I am so happy to have you here because this is an episode that I have been teasing for probably the last month or so. It is all about the word should and I am really excited to get into it with you today. So how many times have you said I should be doing x y and z or I know I should but or the internal question, should I really be doing this? To me, should should be taken out of our vocabulary when it comes to our work. And this isn't because things shouldn't be done, but because we need to take back the power. Mm. Saying I should makes you feel less than, makes you feel like a failure, makes you feel just icky inside. And it's not a powerful word. It's not coming from a place of power. It's coming from a place of feeling defeated. And that's why I don't think we should be using it in the context of our work. Obviously, there are things that need to get done, but you get to do these things. I get to do this. I get to do that. It's a privilege to be able to do these things. So if you're scrolling on Instagram when you should be working, then yeah, you should be working. But if you are scrolling Instagram, I feel like you need to look at why. And that's what we're going to talk about. I believe that when we are working in alignment with our true desires, that should, shouldn't happen. We should be excited about what we're doing and we will look forward to doing our work. And if we're not, if we're procrastinating, if we are scrolling, if we are getting easily distracted, there is something there that isn't in alignment with what we would want to be doing. So to say that we should is already putting that negative on to what we are doing. And if you are doing that, We need to look at the deeper root reason for that. So if something in your business isn't lining up 
and you're finding yourself procrastinating and you're finding yourself getting easily distracted, we need to look into why. Why is this happening? It could be that you're just in a dip. And hey, I get it. We are not all 100% of the time. And that's okay. But if you can unveil that that is the reason that you're procrastinating and getting distracted and sitting there saying, I should be doing this and I should be doing that, then you can look to work in some time where you can step away, take some time for you and do some of that all important self-care that I bang on about all the time. Because if you don't, then it's just going to become more of a dip, more of a hole, and you're going to find yourself fighting against it and you're not going to want to do it. And when you say you should do something, that is almost like when your parent told you to go and tidy your room when you were a kid. The more they told you to do it, the more you didn't want to do it, which isn't a situation we want to be in with our businesses. So if you are finding that actually your energy just isn't there for what you love to do at the moment. You need to be able to take a step back and rejuvenate yourself and get yourself back to a place where you're excited to do the work again. If it isn't because of an energy dip, if it isn't something that a few days away or a week away will help you to recover from, then we need to really dive in. The reason that this should episode has come to light is because when I was in conversation with my health coach, Angela, she asked me, you know, what are your goals? What do you want to get to? What do you think we should look at for the next, you know, three months? And I said, well, I know I should do X, Y, Z. And she said, you say that a lot. And when I was talking about different things in work and how that was going and how that was affecting my health, she goes, you say should a lot. And it really sort of opened my eyes to my language and where I was using it and how it was making me feel. And that's why I'm bringing it to you, because I think until you have somebody who brings it to your attention, you don't necessarily realise that you're doing it. And I hadn't. It hadn't been something that I'd realised at all. But once she said that, I then started picking it up in my language a lot. And it made me stop and think. So when we are diving into why we're shooting all over ourselves, we need to look at a few things. So are your goals still what you want? You know, we set our big lofty goals at the beginning of the year. Maybe you do it quarterly. Maybe you set monthly goals, you know, but you've got a big dream, an end target, something you want to achieve this year. Does that goal still align with you, with your work and where you want to be with it? Because if it doesn't, then that could be the answer to why you're getting distracted and procrastinating and why you're feeling that you should be doing something that actually you don't want to do because that goal isn't aligned anymore. Are your prices working out for you and your goals? So if you have not raised your prices in a few years, completely understandable, but you still have to live 
you still have to be able to make a living at what you do. So you need to make sure that your prices are covering your costs and covering your business expenses. And I sent an email out to my audience last week and I asked them, where are you with your pricing? Have you raised your prices because of the pandemic? Um, Have you kept them the same? Have you um, increased them because the cost of doing business has increased? Have you lowered your prices? And what came back was a majority of people were leaving their prices the same. um, And some of them had increased due to the rising cost of doing business. So have you looked at what you are spending on your business recently and how much you're getting in? Do they align? Are they working for you? Because if you are not working for enough money to get you by, that is going to put a pressure on you and is going to make you kind of fight against it. And it almost then ends up making the situation worse because you don't want to be doing the work because it's not paying you enough. Um, And then you're not getting paid because you're not doing the work. So you're not getting more work in. Do you see where I'm coming from there? So look at your pricing. And I know that it is, it's, it's a strange situation we're in and I don't sit here and proclaim to have the answers. But if you are not covering the costs of doing business and giving yourself a salary, you really, really need to take a hard look at your business. Are there ways to cut your costs? Are there things that you are doing and paying for at the moment that you don't need in your business? And are there other ways that you can make money? I will link in the show notes to the episode I did on increasing your revenue streams, which I did early on in the pandemic, because I think it's really important that we make sure that we haven't got all of our eggs in one basket. And if you can start to increase other revenue streams so that you can keep your prices the same as they are and ride it out, then that's great. But there is an unnecessary pressure that you put on yourself if you're not increasing your prices and your costs of business are going up. So do take a look at that as well. Are you attracting the type of people that you want to work with? So this works both ways. And I've heard lots of people in the wedding industry gearing themselves to coaching people to get high-end clients. You know, you want high-end clients. You want people with lots of money to spend. You want to only work with those that have got big budgets. Well, that's not a majority of bride and grooms. In fact, if you are working to the high-end clientele, you are working with a small percentage with lots of competition because that's what everybody is told that they should be doing. I have a friend in the industry who works specifically with couples that have a lower budget. That's where she's happy. That's what she wants to do. She wants to help them get the best bang for their buck. So if that is your sort of heart in the industry is that you want couples that can't afford thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds on their wedding, but want to have a lovely day and you want to support them in that, then if you're trying to attract high-end brides all the time, that's going to be a misalignment. And it's going to be something that you procrastinate over because it's not your true intention. Now, if you are in this business and you really, really want to make a set amount of money 
and you are only attracting the lower budget bride, then you're going to find that, again, there's a misalignment there because you're not going to be reaching your financial goals. So you need to take a look and see at who you're attracting. Is that who you want to attract? And how can you attract the right people? Are you forcing yourself to do something because it worked before? You know, we have had two years of craziness. It is, it's just been a crazy time. And things that worked pre-pandemic aren't necessarily going to work post-pandemic. But if you're doing it because it's what you've always done and you feel you should do it, then again, that's going to create a misalignment within you and it's going to make you procrastinate. It's going to get you distracted really easily. So take a look at, take a look at the industry now. Take a look at where you are now, where you need to be, where couples are, what they're looking for, and just try and make sure that what you're doing in your business is aligned to that and that your goals fit with that. And that will make it a nicer environment for you to work in. And hopefully you'll then be excited about what it is that you need to do. If you find yourself shoulding instead of getting excited because you get to, then you really need to drill down into the why you are feeling that. Because you get to decide. This is your business. This is your life. You get to decide. Who says you should be charging X amount? Who says that you should have a six-figure business by now? Usually, these are pressures that come from outside of us, from people who don't know your business, who don't know where your heart is at, who don't understand the couples that you work with and aren't involved in your business on a day-to-day basis. So who are they to say what you should and shouldn't be doing? We are bombarded with people who want to teach us stuff. But the thing is, is sometimes we take that teaching and we want to follow it by the letter to get the result that these people are promising. And sometimes that is our downfall because what we should be doing is listening to them, taking it on board and then taking what works for us and our situation and implementing it. If we take what they are telling us and we change our whole model to fit what they're telling us we should be doing, then we're going to be in misalignment with the goals that we originally set ourselves. We're going to have a misalignment with our true intentions for our business. And we're going to find that we start to procrastinate and we start to get distracted and we start to should all over ourselves. However, if your should is coming from you. It's not an external thing. You need to drill down into the why. Why do you feel you should be doing this? What is it that makes you think this should be done? And get to the root of it, the root of that why. You know, do that seven steps where you ask why and you ask why again, you ask why again, till you get to the crux of the why you should be doing that. And if that thing doesn't excite you, then I would say that no, you shouldn't be doing it. It's not where you should be. If it does excite you, then you need to change the language around it because it's not you should be doing it, it's you get to do it. So if you ask all those whys and it comes down to because it will give me the financial freedom to do what I want to do, 
then you should be excited about that. That's exciting. It's not something that you should be saying, like, oh gosh, yeah, I should be doing that now. It's like, I get to do that because it's going to get me to where I want to be. So I hope that has given you some food for thought because it really did me and it made me sit back and think, oh my goodness, because our mental health is something that is so, so important for our success. And if you are constantly bombarding with yourself, constantly bombarding yourself with, I should be, I should be, I should be, then you're making yourself feel like, but you're not, you're not, you're not. And that isn't something we should be programming ourselves with. So I hope that that conversation will make you stop and think the next time you say you should be doing something and maybe you change your language around it or maybe you dive into that and unearth why you feel you should be doing something. Because I'm betting there are some things that actually you could stop doing that you think you should be doing. Um, And if you can stop doing something, then that is just a weight off your shoulders. So I hope that helps. If you have any insight into today's episode or anything you would like to add to the conversation, then please do come over to the Facebook group, www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WPC UK. And I hope to see you in there and we can have a conversation about what we should and shouldn't be doing in our businesses. Until next week. Bye for now. looking to build a deeper connection with your audience this year and you're a passionate business owner with a message to share then I would love to help you do that via podcasting if you're interested in starting a podcast this year head over to donnaead.com forward slash apply to register your interest today don't forget to hit subscribe where you listen and rate and review the podcast if you've enjoyed it you can also share this episode with a friend it is a great way to help the podcast out to get to more listeners just like you